Welcome to the Triple Latte Leadership Lifehack Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Listen as we explore the timeless attributes that encompass effective leadership. Attributes that will help you supercharge your success at home, work, and play. Are you ready to be the leader we know you can be? Of course you are. Today we will discuss the leadership life hack that will help you get there. So now, please join our host and curator of leadership and strategy, Joseph Damatos. Hey, thank you, Susie, and thank you everyone so much for making the time to join us here today. You're a leader. You may realize that, maybe you don't, but you're a leader. And we live in a time when we need more leaders. Leaders who are value-driven and who are working constantly on getting the tools that they need to be more effective. I'm really glad and honored you made the time to be here today. I'm Joe D'Amatos. Welcome to this Triple Latte Leadership Life Hack Podcast. So people have been asking me all week about this, about the name, Triple Latte Leadership, and about what's behind this podcast. So here's the deal. I've been blessed to be around some pretty gifted and accomplished leaders in my life. And I learned early on, both formally and informally, that effective leaders leave clues. I've also learned often that leadership conversations that take place in boardrooms and cabinet rooms and in legislative caucuses, they're often closed. So while I and a handful of others have been blessed by witnessing or taking part in these leadership conversations, the vast majority of people haven't. So this podcast is really a calling for me. It's a calling that I feel incredibly strongly about. My calling is to offer focused, passionate, and actionable insight on the tools that will help you to be a more effective leader at home, at work, and in the community. In these podcasts, I'll be unpacking my insights, outlining books and other media, and interviewing leaders who I respect and admire. So let's get to it. Let's get to the question today. We're about three weeks into 2018. So here's the question. A sad statistic or a shining superstar? What's your plan for 2018? On January 7th of this year, Lindsay Dodgson published a great piece on New Year's Eve resolutions and goals for Business Insider. I'll post it on the Triple Latte Leadership page on Facebook. In the article, Lindsay cites a U.S. News and World Report survey that found 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. Lindsay also cites that in her article that 55% of new goals have to do with getting into shape and 20% have to do with getting out of debt. Finally, in her piece, she cited research from the University of Maryland that found a disconnect relative to goals associated with physical fitness. On the one hand, we understand what it is that we need to do to become fit. We know we need to increase our exercise, watch what we eat and how we fuel, get more rest, but there's a disconnect on what we know we need to do and what we actually do. So here's what I've learned about goals and how to accomplish them. First, I know it's obvious, But you got to write them down. And deadlines and measurements are so important to success. 
The most important key, though, in terms of successful goals, goals that you and I reach, is to understand both the what and the why of the goal. You know, I tell this story often to people who I've mentored or who I've coached privately or in the speeches that I've made. You know, you can be an all-star athlete in any given year if you understand the what of your goal, what you need to do to maximize at your position, to contribute to your team. You can get to the all-star game in any given season. But those folks that make it to the Hall of Fame that have just extraordinary careers, they're the folks who understand the why behind the what, the fuel behind their goals. And because they understand the why, they're able to achieve just enormous amounts of success over long periods of time. Now, finally, once you understand the what and the why, and you've set a deadline, you've got to develop a plan. And as Tony Robbins says, you got to take massive action, action day in and day out. Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield, two authors and mentors who I respect tremendously, both cite a fantastic way to write out and pursue your goals. Here's the sentence. I am so happy and grateful. So here are some anonymous and random examples. I am so happy and grateful now that I've completed my first Ironman triathlon, let's say by October 13th, 2018. I am so happy that I am the father I knew I could be, focusing on and achieving my priority to spend the majority of my weekend and time every day with my kids and doing so in April of 2018, three months ahead of my schedule and during my busiest month of the year. I am so happy and grateful that I've created value for others in my business and increased sales and net proceeds by 200% this quarter. So these are examples. These are the tools of understanding effective goal setting. Understand your what. Have a strong why. Have a plan. Put accurate measures in place. Set deadlines. Begin the work and understand the goal and state it as if you've already achieved it. Write it down. I am so happy and grateful now that, which by the way, is an incredible segue. So in writing your story for the year on making sure that you're going to be a shining superstar and not a sad statistic, I want to offer you some insight from two specific books this week. The first is The Go-Giver by Bob Burke and John David Mann, published in 2015. You know how Tony Robbins and Canfield both talk about writing their goals from a place of happy and grateful? Well, the go-giver is all about grateful. It's all about creating value by giving to others. And I don't want to give away the book. It's an easy read, but don't let the easy read fool you. It's an incredible, incredible text to kick off your goals and your action plan in 2018. Now, the second book I want to recommend to you, you know, I could recommend just a number of traditional leadership books, right? I could recommend 
Ronald Heifetz's book, Leadership Without Easy Answers, or I could talk from Jack Welch and Susie Welch's books, Winning, or The Seventh Habit of Highly Effective Leaders by Covey, or his Eighth Habit book, or Jack Canfield and the Success Principles, or Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins. These are all books that have influenced me throughout my career. But the book I'm going to talk to you today on today's podcast about is a book that isn't explicitly about leadership, but it's probably one of the leadership books that has helped me the most in terms of being a more effective leader. It's actually a book. It's actually the book on effective negotiation. It's a book entitled Getting to Yes by Roger Fisher and William Uri. It was first published, I think, in the 80s by Fisher and Uri, who are Harvard professors. And again, it's a book about negotiations. But here's one of your first life hacks about effective leadership. Effective leaders are effective negotiators. Because the number one task of an effective leader, whether it's at home, at work, and community, is to help to navigate change. And the way you navigate change is through negotiation. So in their book, Uri and Fisher in Getting to Yes, they talk about their method of principled-based negotiation. And they come up with these positions. Effective negotiators separate people from the problem. Effective negotiators focus on interests, not positions. Effective negotiators invent options for mutual gain. And finally, Effective negotiators insist on using objective criteria. So as you approach your goals and develop your plan and look to be a more effective leader at work, at home, and in the community in 2018, know that you're going to have to be an effective negotiator to do this. And as you look at these four principles uh, from Uri and Fisher, apply them to your work as a leader. So a leader is able to separate people from the problems. An effective leader is able to focus on shared interests and not the individual positions of people in conflict. An effective leader is able to invent options for mutual gain. It's not an either-or proposition. And finally, effective leaders, in order to achieve an individual goal or a group goal, or a shared objective, they insist on using objective criteria. So listen, thanks again for making the time today. I'm excited you were here, and I look forward to our spending more time together on this podcast. Until next time, be well. Thank you so much for listening to the Triple Latte Leadership Lifehack Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. For more tools on achieving your goals as a leader, please visit Triple Latte Leadership on Facebook. Be sure to like our page so you can stay updated on our offerings. To contact Joe D'Amatos, please send an email to ceo at triplelatteleadership.com. Be well.